everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, it's Gator. And tonight, we are going to go in a uh, very boutique direction here. Yes. So, we met a lady, Rosalyn. Very nice lady. And she is the one of the owners of Alohio Cigars. Alohio. And Alohio, we met her at the Weston Tobacco Festival. And I was racking and stacking interviews uh, for Nick. This is the last of the interviews ran across, from the yeah, this is Tobacco actually, Festival. But ran across this lady, got to talking to her, and I thought, oh my God, this is going to be a great like one and out interview. I mean, where else are we going to run into this lady? Well, and that's the thing. Yep. She is a very boutique brand. Um, they are out of... What what was that? I believe Wichita, Wichita Kansas, I yes. believe. And um, Alo- her brand, Alohio, is only available. And I think she tells me in the interview, we'll we'll double check when the interview comes up here in a little bit. But I think it's only like 60 stores. Yep, I believe that is accurate. Um, so I'm not going to lie to you folks. Her, her lovely daughter, and her daughter's boyfriend were there the- running their booth and uh, just could not have been nicer people. Yeah, so... I'm not going to lie to you folks, these cigars are probably going to be a little bit more difficult for you to track down versus maybe some of the other stuff that we typically smoke here on the show. So, you know, I try and normally do brands and stuff that folks from East Coast to West Coast are going to be able to find. This one's maybe a little bit more boutique than that, but... Still something you know to what? be sought out. It's something to be sought out. Yep. It's a it's a local thing, and I think the local things definitely deserve their due. So A to the men. We'll go ahead and get going in this. So she was nice enough to put together a very, you know, a sampler for us. She put together a sampler for us um, that we purchased. And so Nick, tell me about my cigar. So, <laughs> so Jeff, you are smoking the Siri Habano. And according to their website, the filler and binder are prime tobaccos from Nicaragua, and the wrapper is a first-generation Cuban seed Habano. There you go. And it is the uh, green on red band. Yeah, we had to kind of like determine all of this based upon band colors because um, the cigars themselves don't have uh, any real labeling as to beautiful you know, bands, what they though. are. And so I went on their website, and we kind of just, by looking at the pictures, were able to determine what the cigars were um, from the band colors. Anybody so. out in the audience that uh, wants to look up or try to track this cigar down, it's E-L-O-G-I-O. Yes. The G is... Alohio. It's an H in the in the pronunciation. In the cigar world. Well, in the, in the Latin yes. like pronunciation. There you go. Yeah. So anyway. Alohio. So you've got the Siri Habano. Is it Latin or Spanish? I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> think cigars are Latin. Are they? Well, like Latin America. Yeah, but, okay. <laughs> Spanish. I don't know. And then I have the Siri Eccentrico, which, um, from what she said, is a is kind of a limited. It's not a prescription at a doctor's office. Aren't those written in Latin? Anyway. And in terms of a definite or description <laughs> of my cigar... Um, the description is rather vague because I guess this is something they do kind of as a special cigar every year. And so this says that the Eccentrico is an extremely complicated blend of the most flavorful Nicaraguan tobaccos. Interesting. So I guess it's Nicaraguan. I swear to God it's Spanish, not Latin. I'm sure it's Spanish. I, I'm not saying it's Latin, Latin. I'm saying it's Latin American, you jerk. Anyway... <laughs> God. For the doctors in the audience, maybe help us out with that. So anyway. Um, they all learn Latin. Yeah. I, I, Yeah. Well, anyway. Tell you what, folks. <laughs> we'll go ahead. The jump. look. The look I just got from Nick. We need to light up. Okay, we got to cut, that's man. True. We do have cigars sitting here. I'm telling you about the cigars, and we're not doing anything. And so. by the way, a big shout out to Bjorn using the uh, beautiful cutter. He is. I am. He's got his cutter, so we are going to the cigar, and mine has kind of a torpedo. I'm going colder on this. That is flavorful. What do you get? <laughs> now, the reason I ask, folks, the reason I ask is because the definition 
on their website says that it has exotic, flavorful, you know, components. And I and I knew Jeff was just going to rip off the website. So I want to know, what, Jeff, what flavors do you actually get? It's very flavorful. <laughs> very flavorful. Uh. I, I wasn't going to do it specifically because I knew you thought where I was going. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, it's actually, it. you know what? How do I say this? On the cold draw, it's very fresh. Well, there you That's go. That's what I'm getting is very a very fresh taste on the tobacco. Now, I am lighting mine. I'm going to light up here. Oh, did, have you seen my lighter, Nick? Yeah, he's got the blowtorch back again, folks. I don't know how you've never seen this before the last episode. No. It's like my cigar's re-entering the orbit <laughs> or the atmosphere. <laughs> It looks. It's like when you see like the pictures of the of the capsule coming in, and it's got like the flame going around. I, I, yeah, it does. It looks just like that. It does. It looks just like that. So that's good. I'm trying to get something specific from mine. Tea berry. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! See what I did there? I haven't used a tea berry in a while. I'm really bitter about them going out of business. Yeah, I can imagine. It's a nice little cigar. You know, I'm just trying to figure out what I'm getting from this. I'm getting some spice, but I will say um, construction seems really nice. I mean, it's not like it's like flaking apart or cracking or anything like that. So I did a uh, retro hail, picked up a lot more spice. You did a retro hail. I did a retro hail, and you know, then proceeded to have to <laughs> mute the mic and cough. Hack your lung out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, now I may have to leave that cough in. Exactly. Uh, maybe not. That was that was pretty bad. Well, this is just just like how do I say this? This is just like a fresh. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. I don't want to use the word exotic now because you're going to pick on me. Well, yeah, because. That's what they described it as. So, no, the thing I like about it, it's very, very. Ooh. It's almost palate cleansing. It's very clean. It's I, very on clean the other hand, smoke. Am definitely getting quite a bit of spice off of mine. I don't know if that's intentional, or if maybe my palate is for some reason blown out tonight. But this thing is like I'm feeling just little like, you know how when you get something spicy, and it lingers on the palate, and you feel like. Almost like little pin pricks all over your tongue, like at just different spots. I've got that going on with this cigar. Hmm. It's it's just it's like the spice is dancing all over my palate, and at any given point, like somewhere in my mouth is kind of tingly. I, I did another retro hail, and did not nearly pass out from coughing that time. I was gonna say I washed you, and you did not pass out, so that's good. That is a good clean cigar. I like this, but again, the reason I chose this one is because of the lighter. What I would imagine is a shade-grown tobacco here. One thing I will say, their band is connected with a piece of tape. So, when it comes time for removal... That was very impressive. uh, I just slid it off the lid end. Mine is not able to. I was able to pull it and just kind of slide it off the lid end of the cigar. That was actually very... No, that was very impressive. No, look, mine just normal band. Interesting. I wonder why mine is. It's got like if like take a look at it. It's got a little, very small little piece of like scotch tape or not scotch oh, tape. It uh, does transparent tape. You know, it does. So I don't know if maybe they just maybe that I had one where the glue went kind of interesting or something. But anyway, well these like I said the uh, the cigar that I'm smoking very clean very fresh. I'd almost say like palate cleansing. That might be one. All right. You know what? Before we go too far down this road of talking about these cigars, let's go ahead and play the interview. I think that's a good idea. Because I will freely admit that I probably don't know as much about this brand as I should coming into this just because, you know, I only learned about it at the show and I learned about it. First time I'd heard of everything. So let's go ahead. We'll play that interview and kind of get everybody all up to speed. Then we can kind of circle back. Love it. All right. We'll be back in just a moment, folks. So I'm joined by Rose. She is the owner of Alohio Cigars, correct? correct? All right. 
Rose, very nice to meet you. Nice to meet you and glad to have uh, to be here. <laughs> Thank you. Now, you are a local cigar company, correct? We're based out of Wichita, Kansas. Wichita, Kansas. Perfect. Yes. Tell us a little bit about your cigars. Uh, our cigars are uh, made in Nicaragua. Okay. Our blender is Carlos Peretti. Um, he learned his craft from his grandfather since he was five. He's shattering his grandfather around in Cuba in the farm. So he learned the cultivation, blending, making good cigars. Fantastic. And that's his passion. That's great. Well, what kind of cigars, what kind of like options does your company offer like I'll be honest, like it, describe your your line your blend okay. or your your cigars uh, we start out with the um, LSV blend which is the medium to full um, that's toward uh, Nabil who's my husband as palate okay and that's how we partner up and say okay I like the style of cigars can you make them and he made them in a couple of tweaks and said oh perfect so that's how the partnership started with the, his factory in Nicaragua. So he make exclusively for Aloha cigars in the U.S. Fantastic. Now, where are your cigars available? Oh, around, around 60 stores around the country. Okay. We are uh, pretty selective on the retailer who yeah. will carry out cigars. And how did you guys get into cigars? Um, the brand pre-existing, excuse me, um, 2003. Okay. Uh, we bought it in 2007. We kept the name, okay. um, the contact, and then uh, we changed all the blend uh, more toward what we like. What you like? Yes, we like the com- cigars with complexity. Okay. You know, changes as you smoke, so it's not the same note all the way through. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so that actually the. Three of us are very creative. Carlos, my husband, myself. So we like to tinker through with different style and profile the cigars. They, uh, my husband and Carlos mainly do the blending. Okay. And they just, I just sample them and I know what I like and don't like. <laughs> I give my uh, feedback. That's how we are. We, we're, <laughs> we're not the kind of guys that are going to tell you, oh, we get hints of this or taste of that. <laughs> we, we like it or we don't like it. You right, know? And so, right. And when I start like cigar jargon, it's like, well, what are you talking about? Oh. Cedary, leathery, barnyard. You yeah, know, it's like, yeah. I don't chew on leather. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so when I describe cigars to people, usually related to food. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm like, like, some people call me a cigar salad lady <laughs> because it's a lot to do with food, um, lettuce greens, uh, leafy greens, when I describe it to them, and they comprehend a little bit better. Okay. Uh, okay. Get an idea what cigar is, or when you talk about mild, medium, medium to full, the complexity. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. And then alohio, what does that mean? It means praise. Oh, very yeah. nice. Yeah, that very we nice. love the name. Yeah, no, it's a great name. Yeah. It's a great name. We kept so. the look of the logo. Yeah. Yeah. We just changed the blend. <laughs> okay. So there's a lot of history of the old company mixed in with, with your yeah, version it, of the company. Right. The original blender was his uncle, Carlos' uncle. Oh, and okay. Yeah. So. Oh, so there's even a family tie there between your blenders and everything yes, then too. Yes. And Very then, cool. Well, so, um, but we work closely with Carlos okay. and the family down in Nicaragua. Very cool. Yeah. In terms of our listeners... Yes. You said you're available at about 60 locations around the country. Where can they, is there a list, of, do you have a website with a list of those locations or something? Uh, Elohiocigars.com. Perfect. And that's E-L? E-L-O-G-I-O. All right. Elohiocigars.com. Yes. The G pronounced H. I see. H. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. All right. We get people come in and say, do you have Elohio? <laughs> <laughs> All sorts, but it's Elohio, yes. Very good. We have um, several lines. Yeah. The core lines, we break them into two blends, the Habano and the LSV. Okay. Habano is medium, a hint of sweetness, uh, creamy, and a white pepper on the finish. Okay. And the beginning, you get a lot of white pepper, but then you kind of, you know, ease on, uh, off a little bit, and the creaminess comes in. It changes as you smoke, and it builds back up. Gotcha. It's, it's really nice. Uh, the LSV, a little bit more uh, robust. And that's the one that your husband preferred, right. correct? Okay. Right. It's a medium right. to full. Um, 
Got a lot of complexity, creaminess, a lot of spices. They're not peppery, godly pepper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And creamy and sweet. So it's, it's not sugary sweet. Yeah. No, just a hint of it, just to balance out the spices. And then we came out with the Limitada line. Okay. And that offer in different sizes in the core. The core, we have the Churchill Torpedo, Robusto, and Corona Extras. Okay. Um, in both Habano and LSV. And then the Habano, we also have in Habano and LSV, but in different sizes. Like Robusto Especial would be 5F54. Okay. Uh, Lancero, Salamon, and Corona Extras. Some people would call it Petite Coronas. Okay. Yeah, those are fantastic. Um, this year, we added, uh, last year, we added the um, Toro size, but it's uh, Somoto. Um, we call it Somoto. Those are the filler and the binder. Uh, it's from the tobacco that Carlos um, New Farm. Okay. And he harvests, he does everything himself, and so those tobaccos from his farm. Okay. And the wrapper quite not quite ready yet, so we had to get Ecuador and Habano as the wrapper. But okay. hopefully when the wrapper is ready, then everything would be Samoto. Perfect. Back to the original. The, one. Way, the way you right. intended, yeah. We originally, we leased a, a land out in the field there, um, Samoto Valley, but it didn't work out with the landowners, so oh. yeah, so we had to quit that one. Okay. And then, um, then we had the eccentrical lines. The, those are extra limited. Okay. We started that with uh, 2012. Um, the eccentrical come about is a one-time production, one size, uh, one profile. Um, 2012 is the year of the dragon. Okay. And you know the. Uh, description of the dragon of the Chinese zodiac is the only methodical creature on the zodiac so it's very centric yeah so we call it eccentrico okay and the profile of that um, is more because I came up with the name okay <laughs> so kind of toward my palate which is more like a medium body but a lot of cocoa coffee creamy little sweetness Ooh, I'll have to try that one yeah well it's good luck well, it's finding limited it. yeah I would say you said it was limited we, yeah, we start out like a... You don't have any sitting in a box upstairs? I have not? mine. Oh, you have yours. Okay. I, got a cute, I have two boxes of well, my name. I'm going to have to get to know Rose here. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> it's a torpedo with a fan tip and wrap foot. Oh, okay. Okay, that's about 2,000 cigars sold out. Yeah. Um, so, oh, that is limited then. Yes. Yeah. And then 2013, uh, we have a... Um, a Salomon shape with the, we call it eccentrical number two. Had fan tip, um, Salomon wrap foot as well. That one, like, is toward his palette. A little richer, a little fuller, a little bit more complex. Yeah. Uh, the eccentrical Corona Gorda, that one on the 2016, that's closest to the number two. Okay, okay. And um, that one was a big win. And then the number three was combination palette between his and mine. So um, that one is a uh, torpedo, a fan tip as well, and then wrap foot. And that one, 4,000 cigars made. Oh, wow. A box of 10. So um, just, you can find that some here and there. Okay. <laughs> Catch a call around. All right. Um, that one, kind of like what I like in the coffee and the uh, in the morning. Okay. Uh, at that time, I was drinking. Yeah, I like strong coffee, a little creamy, a little sweetness to it. Yeah. So that's how I start. And I got in the middle, I got cocoa coffee. Burns really nice. I'm a talker, so it's still lit. <laughs> oh, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, yeah, that's my problem here on the show is I start talking to him, and before long, I'm like, oh, I got to relight this thing. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. So, and then um, 2015... Uh, that came is uh, is bellicoso size, also four thousand cigars, a box of ten, and that one we call it Mi Abuelo. Okay. It's dedicated to grandfathers who smoke cigars. Oh, okay. Yeah. So the blend on that one is medium to full. Um, and again, Carlos and Nabil came up with that one. Very yeah. cool. And you know, it had to be bellicoso size for grandfathers, right? You don't want a petite corona. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> but it's really, really nice. That one is really hard to find. Okay. Yeah. 
So and then 2016, due to the FDA regulation and things, yes. so we decided to add Eccentrico uh, to our limited line. Okay. Um, be part of limited production. So we made it into four sizes. We got Serie A, we got Corona Gorda, we got a Bellicoso and Rosalita, which is like four by 40. Oh, okay. And little that guy. one, yeah, a little guy, but it's not a quick smoke. Well, that's and, good. Yeah, a lot of people think, oh, yeah, I can do this. And it's like, no, it burned almost as long as the Robusta. Oh, wow. But it's real rich, a lot of depth and complexity. Okay. So you guys are setting up here? Are you getting a good reception from the crowd here yeah, at the Western Tobacco Festival? Yeah, first time, you know, try to educate everybody. Oh, so it's everybody. only your first time here. First time here, It's our yeah. first time as well. So <laughs> well, hey, yeah, we're a say. newbie. Yeah, I know. So, but you said you're getting a good reaction. Yeah, yeah. People never heard of us, and, yeah. you know, it's a good introduction. Because, like I said, we're a very small company. Uh, total production per year, about 60,000 cigars. Oh, yeah. So you are kind of small then. Yeah, we like it that way because we're concentrated on making good cigars. Keep it manageable. Yes. Yes. And uh, quality control and consistency and profile. That's great. Yeah. We're, we're really big on quality control. Well, fantastic. Yeah. So, folks, you need to keep your eyes open for Elohio. Yes. Look for uh, them in the, your yeah, shops. Yeah, this is shop in Old Town Cigars in Wichita, Kansas. That's where we're based. Okay. And you'll find a full line there. So, if we have a nice lounge there as well. So, come on down and visit us. Sounds like a good reason to go to Wichita. Please, come There you by. go. All right. Yeah. If you're close to, uh, just for him, in uh, St. Louis, um, Springfield. Oh, okay. They carry a lot. All right. Yeah. We yeah. will have to go by and check them out. Yeah, so. Christian and Jessica will be happy to help you. Fantastic. Well, Rose, thank you very much for taking some time out of your busy day. To, thank you uh, so much for having me. Yeah, this I appreciate great. this opportunity. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we want to thank Rose for taking some time out of the Weston Tobacco Festival to sit and talk with us. And pardon my uh, ignorance about her brand a little bit, because like I said, this was the first time We're not that familiar we, with it. we encountered her. And, and, you know, so we learned along with you guys. One of the reasons we brand. started doing this. Exactly. So we're expanding our horizons and our palate a little Rose bit. Rose could not so. have been nicer. Um, we actually took a little time. Enjoyed the cigars, listened to the interview because we did it a couple, three weeks ago. Uh So we listened to it as you guys were listening to it just now, and she could not have been nicer. It's true. It is. I referenced her daughter and her daughter's boyfriend that were helping her with the stand earlier. Yeah. Nick, I don't know if you caught this, but her daughter looked like a younger version of Christy Teigen. Dude, you always- Is it Christy Teigen? Christy Teigen. You always play that game. You always do this. John Legend's wife. You always do this. You always tell a woman, oh, you remind me of, insert actress here. And but like, she did. Dude, like 99% of the time, you are dead wrong. I am never wrong. You are so wrong. I mean, there are many, many times that I look at you and I'm like, what are you smoking? Because it's and you know, almost, definitely not almost tobacco. If you're to thinking, a person, they will say, yeah, I've heard that before. <sighs> they do. But it's never accurate. I call them as I see them. I guess. I mean, and I'm not like, you know. Are you dogging on me? I was just. You're dogging no, on me. I'm I'm not dogging on you. I want to make it very clear. I'm not dogging on Rosa's daughter. Um, oh, yeah, lovely young lady. She was very nice. Very professional. Could not have been nicer, too. And was a too. great. She and her boyfriend were very. He was really cool to be there helping him out. Ambassadors yeah. for the brand. I mean, they were. That's a good way know, to put that. Ambassadors they, they for the brand. They, when I walked up to the table to get our sampler pack from Rose, they were friendly. They made eye contact. I mean, and and maybe I'm being. No judged. one looks Nick in the eye. Maybe I'm being judgmental of uh, of you know the younger generations here, but. You know, they were they were they made eye contact. They they spoke up. They were very polite. I mean, I I have well, and they, they were, like they I said, knew, they were they, they were, knew what they were talking about. They were about. engaging, and they were good with good ambassadors for the brand. Anyway, Rose, your daughter looks like Chrissy Teigen. There you go. So um, that's that's a compliment. So yeah, so I was taking a look at their website also while we were while you we found were some interesting this. information out, and um, so I was looking on their website and they, they I'm ha- never wrong about who someone looks like. You're always wrong. I don't I'm about s- I'm so, who's so. I, I'm on uh, about this now. I think probably 19 times out of 20 
I can't say nine out of ten because that's ninety percent, and that's uh, hurtful. I think it's less than that. This is hurtful. I say I have nineteen feelings. times out of twenty, you are dead wrong. I have feelings. It might be one of those things where, oh, she has red hair and she has red hair. They look alike. No, no, it takes a little it's more. It's like than your that. wife looks like Wendy from Wendy's. No, she does. No, have people said that to her? She doesn't have the freckles. But have people said that to her? I mean. Have people you? stopped you? No, other than me, have people stopped you and said, "Okay, there hey, you was look the like one Wendy. random guy." I think actually did say that to her. There one you go. Time, so okay. I'm not the only one. God, you suck. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I went on to. He's so mad right I now. I went on to Elohio's website, and that's e l o g i o cigars dot com, and under their on their website under the tab retailers, they do list. They remind off, me of Oreo, by the way. Elohio, like, you know, Oria. Anyway. They do list off um, the retailers by state that they do, uh, that, that offer their cigars. And so I'm looking, and it looks like... Um, I may be wrong about this, Nick, but I think there's only one in Illinois that I know of. There is only one in Illinois. It's up in Chicago. Yep. So Blue something. Maybe Blue Havana. Yep. Blue wow. Havana. Look at that. I know. You just it's almost like I just told you that maybe two minutes ago. <laughs> anyway. So I'm looking on this site. There's a couple of spots in Alabama. Looks like several um, in Texas. Four in Arizona. Um two in California, two in Florida, one in Georgia, one in Illinois, one in Indiana. One in te- uh, Kansas, which I find interesting considering they are based out of Wichita and the store that they are in is in Wichita. Um, I would have thought maybe Kansas would have been a little bit, but maybe there's not that many stores in Kansas. I don't know. Well, I, there's not a lot of population there's, centers there's in Kansas. not a lot of stuff in Kansas. Typically, you drive through Kansas and it's just flat. A lot of sunflowers. Flat. I've noticed. Flat. Yeah. Truck stop. Flat. Flat. <laughs> Truck stop. <laughs> <laughs> I thought the Rocky Mountains would be a lot rockier yeah, than this. I know, right? Uh, one in Louisiana, looks like two in Maryland, one in Michigan, one in Mississippi, three in New Hampshire. So you're rocking it in up the in East New Coast. Hampshire. Uh, one in Ohio, one in Pennsylvania, one in Tennessee. No, I'm sorry, one, two, three, four in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. So Tennessee is a good state for them. And here we are, Texas. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven of them in Texas. So, Elohio's bigger in Texas. So everything's bigger in Texas. Well, so is Elohio. And then one in Virginia. So, yeah, they've got they've got a handful of locations all around the country, scattered all around. And I don't know for certain if any of these stores offer, um, like, mail, uh, mail order. So it's possible that maybe if you don't live near one of these shops, you might be able to reach out to... Uh, one of them and see if they'll ship you some if you're interested in trying it. I don't know, but, but I, they, I can recommend the stick I'm smoking all they, day long. They have the, the websites for all these stores listed and everything on here. So, you know, you, you should be able to find a retailer. Very that, comprehensive. That, that carries this if you're I, Like I said, it. I would recommend the stick I'm smoking right now. It's clean. It's crisp. I don't know if it tastes like a salad and lettuce and all that, but it's very that's clean what, and crisp. That's what she said. Yeah. You know, I mean, so... I, I you know I don't know I'm I'm smoking yeah I'm smoking the Eccentrico, the current one and it's good it's it's got some spice to it it's you, good it, in in full disclosure you had to do a little adjustment on your cigar though I did I had to so it's a torpedo shape and I'm not really used to those and so one of the things I had to do I did have to clip the end. A little more than my initial cut. It opened cut. it right up for you, though. Um, my initial cut, I think, was a little too shallow. Yep. Uh, I think I was still in the plug a little bit, and it was kind of drawing a little tight uh, as as I went on. But I have since cut again, and, yeah, it's opened right up for me, and, and the draw is significantly better than initially. I will so. say his entire attitude about that cigar changed when you did a second cut on it. Well, it opened up, and that helped a lot. And it's it's smoking healthy for you. You like a lot of smoke off your cigar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If I'm going to sit and smoke something, I don't want it to be just wispy. I want I want you to know that I'm smoking a cigar. Bloom. <laughs> I want to fill the room. So He's a sen- essentially a turn-of-the-century, uh, you know, coal-fired plant at this point. Robber Baron. Yes. <laughs> uh 
So, Nick had something interesting happen to him today that I want to circle back to. Okay. We have a new liquor, wine store, whatever you would call yeah, it, that has opened up in the Metro East here in St. Louis. Maybe familiar with them. They're, they've got locations all around the country. It's called uh, Total Wine and More. And so it's it's a just giant liquor store. And so they've got lots of wine, whiskeys, uh, vodkas, rums, just all sorts of spirits, beers, just all kinds of different stuff. But within there, they also have a humidor. And not like a small one. I mean, it's a it's a legit, honest to God, humidor. And it's stocked really well. Admittedly, it is stocked kind of with the bigger name brands. You've got the the um, General Cigar, you know, brands. You've got, uh, so like, you know, Punch and Monte Cristo. Fuente. Um, well, Fuente's not a, but, but. Yeah, Fuente's in there. You also have Perdomo, Padron, lots of Rocky Patel, um, J.C. Newman. Um, Drew Estates was so there rep- were a few acids. Drew Estates was represented mostly by acid. Yeah. Um, they had a couple of Kentucky Fire Cured ones in there, but by and large, acid was um, the the Drew Estates footprint within there. You had um, you know the Romeo and Juliets the. You know, the, the the ones when you think of the big names in the cigar world, the ones that when you're thinking of a brand and you want to fi- think of the big name, that they are fairly well represented. Well, and that makes humidor. sense because they're kind of a chain and they're Precisely. nationwide, so to speak. Precisely. So they're, so trying they're going to, to pick they're those. They're going to be a bit more on the, the general selection and everything. So you're not going to find a lot of boutique brands in there. Like you're not going to find a Southern Draw. You're not going to find an Alohio. Uh, an Alohio. You're not going to find um, an Oscar Valadares. You're not going to find, um, you know, some of these uh, Aromacraft, for example. You're not going to find some of these boutique brands. But for the for the humidor, for for a general, for lack of a better term, box big box store, I thought it was a great humidor. And so Nick, it offers up an option on the for me uh, close to my home, you know, that if I need to just grab a stick real quick, I can pop in there. And I'll also say they have a rewards program to where when you when you purchase, you know, you get you get points. And after so long, then you get cash back that you can use towards products. So that's awesome. I'm, I'm kind of almost in a roundabout way. By buying cigars, I'm getting free cigars. See, look at that. I know, right? You know, now I want to point out, the uh, Hill, which we refer to as our home store, Mm -hmm. offers the same kind of program through the Clover app. They do. Yep. Um, And that has worked in my favor several times. They've used the Clover app, so you get points, and and, uh, it's one of those things where after so many points, you get 5% off a purchase. Then I think uh, if you build up more points, you get 10% off a purchase, and you can use that towards, you know, boxes or supplies or pretty much any whatever your purchase is you get 10 percent off so this new store again the name is total 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 wine and more total wine and more so nick went into the humidor yesterday did a little intel work went back in today and something happened to you in the humidor (laughs) so i've been there and they uh there's there's an employee in there and He's talking with a, a younger couple, and he's kind of talking about cigars with them. And it's fairly obvious that this couple doesn't really know much about cigars. They're, they're, Nothing wrong with that. Everybody no, has to I learn. I was going to say, everybody learns, and they're asking questions, and they're, you know, here, and they're engaged. So, I, you know, more power to them. I thought it was great. And so I'm just kind of in there. I'm grabbing a couple things real quick, and just to kind of put a few basic items into my... Uh, travel humidor i ended up picking up what did i pick up i picked up a uh, a brick house um i picked up a uh, uh oliva what is that oliva Serie v and i got a padron there you go and so um well-rounded purchase yeah i'm in there and i kind of scoot past this this uh conversation that's going on and the gentleman's like young man can i help you with anything in here and i'm like no sir i'm good and he's like do you know your way around a humidor? And I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty good. I think putting Nick back on his heels I'm for a like, second. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I think I do. You were ready to fight, weren't you? <laughs> I wasn't ready to fight. You were ready to fight, I can <laughs> so tell. I'm like, yeah, I think I do. And he goes, uh, he's like, uh, have you been in here before? I said, 
yeah, I was just in here yesterday, actually. He goes, thought I recognized you. And I'm like, yeah. And uh, he goes, are you sure you know what you're doing in here? And I said, yes, sir. I said, my friend and I, we have a we have a cigar podcast, and we, we talk about cigars, you know, a couple times a week. And uh, he goes, oh, I listen to a cigar podcast that I really like. It's called The Cigar Pulpit. And at that point, I knew. He knew exactly he was who messing I was, with you. and he was screwing with me. So I want to give a shout-out to uh, to Chris, also known as the Snappy Big Man on Instagram. Now, and, now uh, backstory there. Snappy Big Man had actually requested a sticker. He requested a sticker from us, and um, just in the process of typing out his address, I, you know, number got transposed or something like that, and so when I sent it to him, it bounced back to me, so I, you know, messaged him, and I had to send him you know, a second, send it a second time. And I, and you know, I realized when he sent me the address that he lived real close. I didn't know that, uh, in his retirement, he decided to work for total wine and, uh, well, if I'm not mistaken, he's got the, several, run several the, run years of experience. He, that's what he was telling me tonight. He's got, you know, 25 years plus in the cigar industry. And so he knows what he's talking about. So that, that was great. But, uh, he, uh, also, Makes his own coffee. He that's that's his new passion. Ooh, is he's got a he's got a a very limited boutique coffee brand. I'm sitting here right now, actually pairing have, coffee with my cigars. You do so. have a cup of coffee. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, so big shout out to to listener Snappy Big Man. I'm looking forward to trying the coffee. Yeah, I love coffee. We'll have to get some. Nick, on the other hand, no. I like the smell of coffee, but I've just never been a fan of actually i've tried folks i've tried to get him to like coffee he just doesn't in full uh, in the interest of full disclosure i'm not only pairing with coffee tonight i'm also drinking uh some gt's watermelon wonder kombucha which is not a normal pairing with a cigar but i (laughs) love kombucha no it's not watermelon no less Mm -hmm. and like i said this cigar now i will say she mentioned in her interview that she likes cigars that they change as you're smoking them. Yeah. I am picking up more spice, a little more pepper now. I'm getting into the final third of the cigar. I would say you seem to be nearing the end of that. It's a good stick. Yeah. Very good stick. Well, good. I'm about eh, not quite halfway on mine. You know what we should do? We should switch and then finish <laughs> each other's. I don't put no, my mouth on No, we're not doing No, we're not doing your mouth no. on. <laughs> Nick knows me too well to do that. I, I no, that's the problem. I don't know where your mouth has been for me to be willing to put my mouth on something that you've got a lip been fungus ain't on. quite identified yet. <laughs> the, the hey, sci- we're getting close. The scientists to- are calling it fungus Jeff A. We're, we're getting into uh, the Christmas season here soon, so I wanted to, you know, I got to start throwing out my, you know, Christmas vacation quotes. Oh, okay. I don't know, Margo. <laughs> I got a million of them, folks. Yeah. Where's Eddie? He usually eats these things. Yeah, thanks. I was watching the squirrels play in the yard today. Acorns are falling like crazy. This is what you did with your day today. Huh? I did. I sat and watched it. Well, I couldn't go anywhere because my Jeep broke. Oh, no. I got to change a starter in the morning, people. I'm not a mechanic. Which means his Jeep will not be fixed by end of the Which means tomorrow. my Jeep is never running again, most likely. Because <laughs> I'm too cheap to go get it fixed. It's only it's two bolts and a nut. I have to take off two bolts and a nut. And it is going to take me all day. Do you know where this is even at? I found it today. You know, it's funny. I couldn't find accessible? the starter. Ish. 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 Well, okay, so. You have fat hot dog fingers. I search. So do I, so I can't say anything. Yeah, I was going to say. But you've got fat hot dog it's fingers. the pot so calling the kill fat there. I, <laughs> hey, that's my line. <laughs> <laughs> Stole it. No, um, it's funny. Because I got under the hood because I thought, oh, I'll just tap the starter and get off the dead spot. Well, that didn't work at all. And, uh, you know, I thought, oh, I'll get it to start and I'll pull it out somewhere where I can make it more accessible to get to. And, no, it would not fire up. But it took me forever to find the starter because they have a uh, heat shield that goes over it. Ah. And I'm not going to lie, that it, it might as well have been cloaked. <laughs> because You're I, just overlooking it constantly. I watched several... Um, YouTube, YouTube videos yeah. and looked up all kinds of stuff online and finally realized where it was. It's on the driver's side underneath the tire. I'll tell you, that is actually one really cool thing about YouTube. You know, when you when you parse through all the really ignorant 
shit that's available. The 99%? Yeah, yeah. You can find an instructional video for damn near anything. Now, it becomes a matter of do you trust the person who put together the video and is showing you how to do this. But by and large, you can do most repair work if you can find a YouTube video for it. I know my stepdad actually repaired, I think it was our washing machine or our dryer, one or the other. And uh, did it all based upon, you know, watching a YouTube video and swapping out the part. Works great now. So well, there you go. I've, yeah. I've done, you know, I, I obviously I can change a battery. I can change, you know, I grew up on a farm. I can mm-hmm. change a starter if I can find it. And, and an alternator. I can do those things. I'd rather not. Yeah, but it costs you so much oh, more to take it somewhere. I mean, you're talking. And I'm cheap. You know, it used to be what? about On average, about 75 bucks an hour. Yeah. You know, for car repair work, I, that has sig- gone significantly higher since. Well, I first and part of the problem that. is the cars have gotten so specialized. Yes. That you know, with all the computer and electronics and stuff up under the hood, it's not like it used to be. Where, you know, I remember as a kid climbing up in the F one fifty and fixing stuff. Oh. You're not doing that, and you're not climbing up in a engine compartment I'll tell you, anymore. This this uh, so uh, the, earlier this year, uh, my 2008 Ford Escape finally. Uh, Gave out on me after 252,000 miles. He shot it on the side of the road like and, a uh, horse with a broken leg. No, I gimped it to the dealership where I traded it in. And I, and I you ended up, shot it. I ended up picking up a uh, 2019 Nissan Pathfinder. And I'll tell you, this thing, it's like I'm driving a damn rocket ship in comparison to my oh, old car. Yeah. With all the technology and everything built into this thing. And all I can think as I'm driving this off the lot is two things. First, I'm thinking, this is really cool. Because, I mean, I've got bells and whistles that I couldn't have even dreamt of in my previous car. But then the other thing I'm thinking is, how much is this going to cost when I eventually have to get something repaired on this thing? Valid point. That's that's the one upside and the downside. I've heard a lot about the uh, the electric cars, like the Teslas and whatnot. And when you go with the pure electric cars, there's very few parts that are actually the, the same between the electric cars and the combustion engines because they just don't need them. Like a transmission, for example. You know, the electric car doesn't need that because you're not, you don't have a combustion engine, so you're not having to, you know, do all that work. So you have a lot fewer repair issues from what I've gathered, at least the short period of time that they've been accumulating data on these things. The problem is when they do eventually have a problem, that cost is exponentially higher than um, with a combustion engine because, as you said, it's so specialized and the parts are so much more. Yep. Well, and batteries. Folks, and I think this is the point where we need to let you know that we're going to segue into the car pulpit from now on. <laughs> we're giving up the cigars. No, we're going know, straight in auto I'll repair. tell you what. One of my favorite shows from NPR back in the day. You listen um, to NPR. Well, when I was in college, dude, you have to remember one thing, okay? I was poor. I didn't have cable. I had a TV with rabbit ears, and so I was, at any given time, only able to get two channels, okay? If I kept the rabbit ears in one position, I could get PBS and I think Fox, and if I switched to another position, then I could get channel, yeah, I could get NBC and maybe like one other channel. But Fox at, didn't exist when I was a kid. Well, there you go. Yeah, but at any, at any given time, I could only get two channels. So that was TV-wise. All right. So I watched a lot of PBS when I was in college is what I'm getting at. In terms of my car, I didn't like a lot of the radio stations down in the town that I went to college. CIL? I, I didn't like TAO? them. TAO? TAO is a great station. TAO was all it's right. It's one of my competitors. That, but it was a great station. It, it was a rock station and whatnot, and that was okay. But every once in a while, you want something a little different. And I'm not into the top 40 garbage so and the so cils of the I, world. I wasn't into that and so when i was tired with with hearing the same rock song well there's know, 87 country station choices down there and there's that southern and illinois so baby i would flip over to npr and one of the shows that i loved on npr was car talk with click and clack i remember that i loved i remember click and clack click and clack and you know, people would call in and say, hey, I've got a problem with my 1980, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they would just, like, describe the issue. Just And these guys would ask a couple of questions. And, man, they'd have it diagnosed right then and there. They'd give them a couple options. This is what you can do, blah, 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 and all that. It was great. I loved it. And they were so funny. And as long as you're not listening to, like, All Things Considered. 
Yeah, that, that I Ari Shapiro wasn't a fan, but um, but no car talk. And what's really cool is at least in Apple Podcasts, I would assume on all other podcast um, platforms that NPR you know dabbles with, they have old episodes of Car Talk available. Really? Oh, that's that awesome. You can download and listen to. And so I've done that from time to time. Just Prairie Home you Companion. Know. Were you a big fan? Wasn't. No. No. But. You know the 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 kid from uh, oh I'm gonna mess this up. The kid from Nickel Creek is now the host of Pray Home Companion. Oh, yeah, because What's-His-Face got caught up in the Me Too stuff. He, he Garrison touched Keeler. somebody's back. Yeah. Garrison I mean, come Keeler on. messed up in the Me Too I, stuff. You know what? I'm going to defend Garrison Keeler on this. That was ridiculous. I mean, I don't know. I'm assuming. From from everything I heard from of From everything I that heard was of it, ridiculous. Yes, it was a little far. But he, he, he apparently went to... I guess get a photo or something with somebody and reached around and touched their bare back because they had a backless dress. Come on. I if know. that's really all it was, yeah. come on. I get it. Anyway. But anyway, so. And I mean, I'm no fan of Garrison Keeler. I, I got no horse in the race. I don't know the guy. But from everything I heard about that, that w- it, it's not like Harvey Weinstein or whatever his name oh, yeah. is. You know. Ooh, and the whole stuff with uh, Matt Lauer. Have you heard more about that? Oh, well, I, I know just, he had the button to lock his door to well, trap people in. Yeah, but that blew up a little bit more over this past, like, the last few days. I guess um, they found out that um, one of the producers that came over to Sochi to the Olympics must have uh, gotten a little intoxicated and ended up in his room, and he pretty much, like, forced himself upon her. And, and I uh, haven't heard any of oh, this. Oh, it's a big deal. It's all in this new book by Roman Farrow. And uh, he, uh, yeah, he, he's having to defend himself again on more allegations and everything with that. And so. and now we have to cut this discussion short because my nine-year-old daughter Addie has wandered out yeah. onto the deck. <laughs> Hi, Addie. So love you, kid. Go to bed. It's late. Oh wait, you don't have school tomorrow, do you? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Columbus Day. See you, dear. But no, now that we've talked sufficiently enough about um, celebrity <laughs> sexual harassment. Yeah, and then um, and then got to say hi to my daughter. Yeah. That was weird. But, but no, I used to love car talk. And unfortunately, one of the brothers has passed away. Um, I don't remember off the top of my head if it was click or clack. Natural, natural causes or murder? Natural causes. Okay. Why would it be murder? I just assume. It's not always murder. Yeah, it's, there's a lot of murder. Not all, well, yeah, but it's not always murder. There's some murder. Anyway, but you can check out old episodes <laughs> of Car Talk on. It went on a little too dark whatever. for Nick there, apparently. But uh, actually, S- somebody you know off clack. You know what's funny, Jeff? What? Speaking of Car Talk, we actually have been compared to them before. Really? We had one person say that they felt our banter back and forth, our goofiness kind of reminded them of click and clack in that we were talking about a niche topic in our case cigars in their case car repair but that we made it accessible to everybody through our just general wackiness and and conversation and whatnot well and and i thought that was a very high praise because like i said it actually is i loved car talk and so that that was very high praise yep well and i will tell you Nick and my friendship, you know, although it, it's relatively organic, I mean, we've been friends for several years now. Um, the podcast, when I go, I, I go back and listen to them. And maybe that's a little narcissistic of me, but I like to listen to the oh, podcast when it's all done yeah. and edited. Oh, I listen to them as well. And Just that's, because I want to make sure I didn't, like, accidentally leave something in that I meant to cut. Right. <laughs> There's one. In there one, is. There is yep. one thing in all the episodes that we have put out that I had every intention of cutting, and I did not cut, um, not because I, strictly because I missed it. And it's so, one of our reoccurring off-air jokes. Off-air jokes. And so, folks, um, I won't tell you what it is, but... It's I'll probably tell you, easy to find. I'll tell you what, folks. I'm going to put out a contest right here now for as a reward for those of you who actually listen to our ignorance. If you can tell me, shoot me an email, nick at cigarpulpit.com. Shoot me an email and tell me what it was... That I accidentally left in that I should that I had every intention of cutting out and how in the world will they know that? Well, 
it because there's a lot of dumb stuff we say on there here. is a lot of dumb stuff but there's one thing that i have cut out of every episode when when it's come up and i accidentally left Except it in for one in one episode i won't even tell you what episode it was but when i when i heard it the next day i was like "Ooh, i meant to cut that. nick even sent me a text and said oh no i left in blank so uh, if you can find that and you said the first person who finds it and guesses, because let's be right, you're going to be guessing, guesses correctly <laughs> and tells me what it was, uh, I will send a little care package of cigars to that person. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So shoot me your message with your best guess of what it was that I meant to cut that I I didn't. So we've we've talked about our home cigar store, The Hill, and obviously we always, always, always want you to choose brick and mortar. And if you have the availability for that, not everyone does. We are partnered with uh, My Monthly Cigars. MyMonthlyCigars.com, exactly. So it's a subscription service. As we've said before, what's nice about the subscription service is they provide you, in this case, either two or four cigars in a box that comes shipped directly to your home. If you do the two cigars, it's 20 bucks. If you do the four cigars, it's $30. There is an option for eight cigars. For $50, that box is consisted of, made up of um, uh, two of each of the four cigars that are in the four cigar box. So it's a good one for you and your buddy. But basically, you get these cigars that come to your house. And what's nice about it is a lot of times, at least in my experience, it's been brands or cigars that I'm not familiar with. Maybe either due to geographic region and availability, or maybe it's just one of the things that I just haven't picked it up and smoked it. And so... What's nice is you can try these cigars at a reasonable cost. Then once you go and try one and say, you know, I really liked that cigar, you can go to your brick and mortar and say, hey, I liked this cigar. I want you to get some in. And nine times out of ten, they're going to be able to get that cigar in Absolutely. and start selling it. And that way, too, what's nice is you're not telling a brick and mortar, hey, I think I might like this cigar. Can you bring in a box? And then you try one and decide you don't like it, and then they're stuck with this box that they can't unload on anybody. So it gives it gives the opportunity for you to try it before you, you get the brick and mortar to buy it. And by the way, if you type in pulpit, you're going to get a discount. Precisely. If you go to mymonthlycigars.com, you subscribe up either for the two or four cigar box, and at checkout put in the co- offer code pulpit, P-U-L-P-I-T, that will get you either free shipping on your first subscription box or it'll get you 10% off in their store because they do sell a few other items other than the subscription boxes. So that'll get you 10% off in the store. Good deal. And as I started to say this, one of the good things about this industry is it is very consumer driven. Mm-hmm. So if there's something you want at your local store, like Nick said, nine times out of 10, they're going to work with you and get that because if you want it, I'll guarantee other people do too. Well, and if you want it, they want to sell it to you. Amen. You know, I mean. And more so, power to them. Exactly. So definitely don't be afraid to let your, your local tobacco store know, hey, I want this brand, this cigar, this size, whatever it is that, that you're looking for. Because if they get it in and that's what you want, you're going to buy it. They're going to get your money and everybody's happy. There you go. So support support local. Precisely. And support MyMonthlyCigars.com because they're supporting us. Mm-hmm. And we really do appreciate it. Exactly. Nick is a customer. I am. I, I've gotten one box. I did get it probably, oh, I probably got that box a solid coming up two weeks ago. And I, it's, I will admit it's still sitting there unopened. I have promised that I would do an un, uh, unboxing video. And I have just been swamped with stuff and haven't had a chance yet. I'm sure if you go online, you can find out what's in that box. We have already. been slammed lately, but but I do have every intention this week to get that unboxing video put up, and it will be put up on our YouTube channel. So if you're not a subscriber to our YouTube channel, head on over to YouTube and search for the Cigar Pulp and subscribe to that too. Nice plug. I know, right? It's it's called a segue there, Jeff. I like that. Yeah, you know, we we segued right into. Well, we've got a ton of people on Instagram. Very few on Facebook. Yeah, Facebook has definitely not been as big of a, a platform for us. But, you know, it's it it's impossible for us to advertise the brand and the page on... Uh, Although they keep on, telling us to. on fa- Yeah, they do. They keep sending us these damn emails telling us, hey, promote your brand, you know, take out an ad. And then as soon as we try it, then they say, oh, wait, you're trying to promote tobacco use. Never mind. And shut it down. So, 
you know, screw you, Zuckerberg. <laughs> but but the nice thing with Instagram is um, it was a lot easier, I think, for me to find fellow cigar smokers and, yeah. and start following them, and then they would follow back and all this kind of stuff. Whereas with Facebook, maybe it's because you're using your actual name and not like a handle where you can put like cigar in the handle or something like that. Yeah. Um, it's it's been less organic. And, I, and I still contend Facebook's on the way out. I do too. Instagram, the Snapchats of the world, those kind of things are kind of taking over. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's an ebb and flow. I mean, there's a reason there's no MySpace really to speak of anymore. It happens. It does. I mean, I guess it's still there. Instagram, it's not. Is it gone? Gone? I, I think it's pretty good much gone. Is gone. it gone? Gone? Yeah, but uh, Instagram, you know, is obviously is owned by Facebook, and uh, you know that's why their advertising policies are linked. But you know, what are you going to do? Is what it is. But how do folks follow us on the socials, there, Nick? So we are on Instagram, obviously. Uh, it's at the Cigar Pulpit, and on Facebook, it's just Cigar Pulpit. We're on Twitter, Cigar Pulpit, and I mentioned YouTube already. And then, obviously, if you want to send us a comment or question, you can send it via, via email to nick at cigarpulpit.com. Good stuff. Well, Nick has got us talked into doing two of these a week right now, <laughs> which I, I've already explained to him is probably going to have to wane in the uh, colder Je- months yeah, of the Jeff, year. Jeff keeps trying to convince me that over the winter we're going to have to scale back to one a week again. Um, I'm trying desperately to find us a winter home. That is one thing um, that that is a problem for us because, you know, we do record these out either on his deck or my deck. Or in his garage. Or like in the my last garage one. like the last one. Surrounded by 600,000 comic books. Cats and dogs. But we uh, we are a little bit beholden to the elements right now. And so it's chilly out. It is starting to get chilly out. We had our uh, first frost. Well, and I know last night it was 45 degrees, and I sent a message to Jess over at the Hill Cigar Company asking, hey, what's the odds we can record at your place over the winter? So we're trying to get that kind of uh, locked and loaded and everything like that. So, Good deal. Yeah. Well, Nick, it's been a great episode, buddy. It has, and I want to thank Rose again for sitting down. Check out Alohio Cigars at alohiocigars.com. Shout out to our new friend uh, up at Total Wine. Snappy Big Man. Snappy Big Man. And uh, I look forward to meeting him. He's up there. I look forward to it. Well, Nick, great podcast, dude. I was going to say, buddy. So, Folks, next- keep, the, uh, keep, keep your uh, comments coming. Let us know if there's a cigar that you would like. For us to, uh, you know, smoke something that you enjoy and we would love to uh, try out new things. Nick, what do you got planned for next week? So next episode. I'm trying throwing out the next week, wanting me to make this back, go back to once a week. And it's just not going to happen. So next episode, we are going to be smoking a cigar that came recommended by a couple of folks and also um, the fine folks at one of the cigar stores in this area when I went around and bought a bunch of cigars when we first were starting. And I can't remember where I bought this one, so uh, I can't name the store. Fair enough. <laughs> but it's the uh, Trinidad Espiritu, and it is a Toro 50, uh, 6x54. So it's the Trinidad Espiritu. Interesting. Not not a cigar I've tried. That'll me neither. So, um, and if I recall, this is the one that the guy told me is um, really spicy. So we'll see if he was accurate or hmm. not. Yeah, Jeff's Jeff's hmm. looking nervous over there. A little like, bit. I don't know if this is one I'm gonna like. So. Well, I'm gonna circle back real quick as we finish up here. I have thoroughly enjoyed this Alohio cigar. It's been a very good stick. You burned it down to literally. I, I really have next to nothing there. Yep, I'm nubbing it. So, yep, and I've got maybe the last third of mine to go, and it once I opened it up, it became a much more. And not that it was bad to begin with, but it definitely once I opened it. His up, attitude it, it towards the stick completely changed cigar. once he made his second cut and got a little further, a little higher up on the uh, torpedo there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the whole thing with torpedoes. I'm just never 100% sure yeah. where to make the cut. There you go, folks. But. Thank you so much for tuning in.
This has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. That was Gator. And we will catch you next time. Stay smoky, everybody.